Don't forget that 4th of July is coming up. So if you need anything, if you're hosting friends in your backyard or going to a party, Macy's has it all. You could check out their red, white, and blue shop at macy's.com slash own your style if you need to get anything. And also another reminder, they do their annual 4th of July fireworks. So you could watch the spectacular show on Peacock and NBC at 8 p.m. on 4th of July. Um, That's just a little separate note, but I love that they're always hosting. You know, they do the Thanksgiving Day Parade. They do the fireworks. So um, you could be grilling with items from Macy's and watching the fireworks. But yeah, definitely check them out. They have everything that you need for your entertaining needs. And you won't regret getting a head start on everything because if you're like me, then you are last minute and no one wants to be last minute. That is so stressful. So don't forget to get your items at Macy's.com slash own your style. What's up, everybody? This is Alyssa Amoroso, a.k.a. Publicity. Who is ready to spill some tea? Because this is Tea with Publicity. What's up, everybody? Welcome back. I'm here with Emma Arletta. Welcome to the pod. I'm so happy to be here. So happy. I was going to tell you and I was like, wait, I'll save it. I think your name just flows so beautifully. It's actually my middle name. Arletta's your Yes. Like, what? Yeah, it's so funny. So I went to school to be a speech therapist. And when I was in my grad school program, I started like, you know, gaining a following online. Yeah. And in academia, it's like very looked down upon to be in your, you know, like swimwear, anything I was oh. posting for brands. I was like, I do not want my professors to find me. Oh, so I sense. changed my handle to my middle name and I'm thankful for it because now I'm like, when I get married, it's just, I'm it, set. It's like a famous name. I like that. I'm yeah. like, okay, I'm glad that it worked because when I changed it, it was just for, you know, for you, yeah. for me, well, but now it works. That's like when everyone used to change their names on like Facebook back in the day because I was in the generation of Facebook during high school and people would get in trouble if you had like a red cup in your photo. Yes. <laughs> so everyone would change their Facebook names to like their middle name or whatever like it was. Like their nickname, something where they can't be found. Yeah, so yeah. like colleges can't, you know, find you. Yeah. That's so, oh my God, because I was like, whenever I read your handle or look at it, I'm like, it just is so like, Emma Arletta, like, mm, I love it. People always say it wrong. Like in public, people will be like, oh my gosh, I follow you. Are you Emma? They'll say Arlette or they'll just say, yeah. and I just go with it. I'm like, yeah, that's me. <laughs> Mine's funny because people don't know my name. They just no. know publicity. I just saved your number in my phone yeah. as publicity. Because exactly. I'm like, that's who you are in my in my head. Like I was out this weekend and some girl was like, are you uh, uh, publicity? I'm like, yeah. It's like so funny because like that's just now what people know when you like say it out loud like a handle like it's in your head you know you always Uh read it but then when you meet somebody in in person you're like am I saying it right is that their name is it not their name that's me with every character in every book like I remember when I was watching um, when I was reading Twilight the dad's name is Carlisle but it was spelled in the book like I don't know Carlisle like there's like there's like a lot of um hidden like letters that in you the, don't pronounce yeah and when i was reading it i remember i would call him carousel in my head <laughs> you're like you just changed the word you're like okay i can't say that so let me just switch yes, it up. like i knew that wasn't it but i also was like this is 
Carousel. So whenever I would read the book, I would call him Carousel. And then I watched the movie and it's Carlisle. And, and you're like, like, that's Whoa. wrong. <laughs> you guys got his name wrong. His name's actually Carousel. Like, I'm really off. <laughs> um, I want to talk to you about your journey with social media. And let's start with like your phrase. Because I feel like your phrase, you start every video with being like, hey, big girl. Yes. Hey, big girls. <laughs> yeah. Yes. And I feel like people... Myself included, I guess I could say. Like, there's some things where if someone were to call me like big, I'd be like, <gasps> but I Don't like that, that you're taking the power back yes. by being like, anything you're going to call me or whatever, like, I'm going to say. So, what is like the thought behind you using that? Yeah. And, and coining that phrase? Yeah. I think you just online, you want to be like searchable almost, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So, like, I was using plus size, which is, it just feels very formal to me. Yeah. And there was a lot of people that I was watching online and almost from like a business mind standpoint, I was just finding that there was people who I would remember by them having a catchphrase. Mm -hmm. So literally it was me and my sister in our living room. Like, okay, I need something that makes me feel like I have a community, you know, like what do I, yeah. What do I want to be called? Like when I open up my videos, like what's like a good tagline Mm. that I can use for like branding. And that's really what I was thinking Mm -hmm. when I was doing it because I was trying different things out and my sister. Hey, curvy queen. Yes. Like all those (laughs) things, right? You have those. And there's, everybody has so many things that they have already used. There's a lot Uh of curvy girls out there. Yes. Like, Hey baddies, all those things that I'm like, okay, we can't do that. can't do that. And so, so funny. my sister in high school, her and her best friend had a like Finsta back in mm, the day when you mm-hmm. know you had the hidden oh, yeah. social media because you don't want people to find you. Mm-hmm. And they called themselves Hefty Gels. And they would like joke around and say BGs, like we're the big girls. Uh, and so when me and my sister were talking, I was like, BGs, big girls. And so I, I started it. using it and I got a lot of comments being like, this feels really wrong. Like, why are you calling me this? And mm-hmm. I'm like... I get it, but also, like, it's supposed to be kind of like you were saying, taking the power back, yeah. like, playing on the words. Like, I've been called big my whole life, like, mm-hmm. all growing up, and I'm like, it's okay. Yeah. It's okay to be a big girl. Like, it doesn't have to be this negative thing. Like, being big doesn't make you bad less or than, yeah. less than or ugly or, like, not wanted, and mm-hmm. so it just... Yeah, I was kind of taking the power back and I using that like, phrase. I feel like I've heard influencers do that with the word fat. I'm not there. Like, I'm never going to be like, oh, that person's fat. Like, to me, that still feels like so just because we were born knowing that's wrong to say. You know what I mean? But I've heard a lot of women in the community be like, well, that's what they are. Like, that's just the the word. Yes. And they feel kind of very matter of fact about it. And they don't have that emotional reaction towards it the way maybe I just... No, even same. explain that I do. Like yeah. I would be like, oh, yeah, don't so call insulting. me fat. That's the last thing I want to be. Yes, yeah. but uh, they feel kind of like they're neutralizing it, but by just like using it as a, a descriptor or yes. whatever. So I do think it's cool when you can kind of like take the power back with something and use it to be like, it's not a, it's not a problem. Like yeah. it's fine. No, I'm at the same level as you because I thought when I was going through uh-huh. like, okay, what can I use? And like, for some reason, the word fat for me, I just, I still don't feel comfortable That's what I'm saying triggering saying that, but I do think there's like a borderline, like, you know how like you can make fun of your siblings, but like mm. nobody else can 100%. It's like a big girl to a big girl. You can be like, Hey, big girls. Yes. 100%. But if you're not in that category, <laughs> yes. like, I feel like you kind of just know whether you are or not. Like, I'm not going to tell you whether you're a big girl or you're not, yeah, yeah. but you kind of just know when, if you're like in that community. True. So, like, I feel like that term is used 
Like you have to, you know what I'm saying? You have yeah, to be able to 100%. like know if you're allowed to use it. Yeah. Like you just can't go around calling people bitches. Big girls or. But I, like yeah. if it's a friend, I could be like, bitch, shut yes, up. Yes, yes. And they'll know I'm kidding because it's like the tone and. Who you're talking to. Who you're talking to. Yes. But I'm not going to go up to a stranger and be like, hey, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> And you wouldn't go up to us to like, I feel like my skinnier friends probably wouldn't come up to me and be like, hey, big girl, right? So right. Because they would feel like, oh, am I supposed to say that? So yes. it's kind of that borderline of like, this is our term that we can use yes. like with each other. And it's been the best thing. And like seeing people out in public who are like, they see me and they're like, big girl, like you're oh, that girl, cute. you're the big girl. Yeah. And I'm like, yes, this is exactly what we want. Like this community, this space yes. that feels like you can be a big girl and it's okay. It's okay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And the one thing that you, so you post a lot of fashion. I think that's how I found you probably just like a video coming across my feed, always looking for like different inspo from people. Yeah. I, I mean like one day I'll get there because I'm already creating a brand separately, but I, one day, like I want to create a clothing line for girls that is like what I would consider flattering. Don't you feel like there's so many companies that have made progress in terms of like being more size inclusive yes. but they're just taking clothes that are made for like smaller bodies and just making them for bigger bodies but they're not actually like constructing them yeah in a way that fits well yeah 100 percent. it's you like feel that way they just like grade up and are yes. just like okay there's this many inches between a large and extra large so there must be that many inches between extra large and 2x yes but a bigger body changes so it's so different yeah, like I feel you like you can't do that. You can't just no. grade up. You have to like get fit models in who are actually that size, mm -hmm. who have different body shapes. Because even if you're a 2X, that looks different on everybody's body. Maybe you have smaller hips and broader shoulders, mm. or maybe you have wider hips and a smaller waist. Yeah. So, like, you have to have real bodies that you're testing things on. And mm. you can tell right away when you order from a brand and they are just using sizing as, like, okay, we did it. Mm -hmm. And you try their stuff on and you're like, you did it, but you did it wrong. You know, and you, you didn't exactly. take the time to really get to know this community that you're selling to. And it's sad because it's like you get so hopeful and so excited. And then you're like, dang, y'all did not put the work in, mm -hmm. you know, to, well, you probably to figure see, it out. You probably see that a lot because you model. I Okay, everybody says that, that oh, I we model. We all think you model. And yeah, and I'm okay. okay, I model. Wait, that's but so I funny. But I just am like really just starting. So I'm like. That's so funny. I always thought I you were a model. Do I consider myself that? Well, I think it's maybe the way, maybe just like the pictures that I've seen of you. Like I just assume they're from shoots or something. Yeah. That's so funny. And I started like Because no one's bookings. out here calling me a model. <laughs> You're like, please, somebody call me a model. <laughs> It just feels, I don't know, maybe I just need to be like, I am, because I yeah. have booked some really cool, like, shoots lately, and I just got signed with an agency, so I'm super pumped to, like, oh, that's amazing. grow more into that space, but I will say, like, it's different. So, yeah. with content creation, you have all of the power. Like, I can put my tripod where I want it, that's what at what angle out. I want it, yes. and it's, like, the perfect... What I, what I want people to view me as, right? 100%. I want you to see my body from this angle and that's what I'm going to show it to you as. But when you're modeling, you have no control. Do you know that's why I think I can't do it? Because Ella actually said to me, she was like, you really should model. And yeah. I was like, I don't know if I'm there yet. Like, and I, it's, a, it's a whole thing. I think it's easy to like be like, confidence blah 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 but like I'm not I'm okay to admit sometimes like I'm not always there you know what I yeah. mean with certain things and like I fully said to her I was like I don't think I'm there yet like the way like people are just in bikinis and you could see every angle and this and that and like 
I just mentally don't think I'm there yet where I'm like, okay, I could handle this because I'm so in my head about it still. And I agree. It's like, it's one thing to control the angle, but we all look worse from different angles. Like no matter what size you are, whatever, there's things that people are insecure about at any weight, height, whatever. Yes, we all have our things. Exactly. I know. Because sometimes you'll hear like a skinny person be like, oh, my chin. I'm like, what chin, bitch? like, chill out. (laughs) But okay, I always I have a I made a TikTok actually about this topic. Yeah. And I had to delete it because I was getting like so really bad hate. backlash. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, maybe I need to like share this in a longer form. Yeah. So maybe right now is the time. Uh-huh. And maybe I could offer a different perspective too. Yes. Yeah, so it was I don't remember what the trending sound was, but it was pretty much the topic of you're getting ready with your girls and your skinny friend says, Oh my gosh, I'm so fat. Mm. Right. And my viewpoint as an adult who has adult friends who I choose to be around, if my friend who is skinny is saying that to me, it's not a high school situation where they're they're looking for you to compliment them. Mm-hmm. I don't think. I mm-hmm. feel like if they're saying this to me as a friend, they truly feel like their reality when yeah. they look in the mirror is, I feel fat. 100%. Right? I agree. And I look back at myself when I was in high school and I wouldn't consider myself fat then. But in my reality, like if I was to go back in time mm-hmm. and tell myself you're not fat. It doesn't matter what somebody said to me. My reality yes. was I was fat. I went when I looked agree. in the mirror, I felt big. And so I feel like as a bigger friend, as the person who, you know, when you hear that it triggers you, I feel like it's your responsibility to take ownership. Like, why do I feel triggered by you saying that? And if you truly are confident in where you're at, it shouldn't like them saying that they feel fat doesn't make you any fatter, doesn't make you any smaller. Yeah. Like I feel like if you really are truly confident and like are in the state where like I love my body, this is like where I'm at, or even mm-hmm. if I'm neutral about my body, wherever you're at, that somebody else saying that shouldn't change how you feel about yourself. Yes. I understand you know? why it would make someone be like, like my thought would be like, oh well, if you think you're fat, then what do you think of me? Yeah. You know? But at the same time, I 100% agree with you that we don't know what's going on in other people's heads. And like, I truly believe you could be 100 pounds and think you're like the worst. Well, like, it goes all, it's a scale. Like, it's a scale. There could be somebody yeah. next to me on the other side, right? Like, I'm not the biggest person in the world. There's a yeah. lot of people who follow me who they might look at me and be like, that's my I dream body. I wish I could be like that. Right? Yeah. And I'm sitting here in the mirror sometimes being like, oh my God, this is the biggest I've ever been. Uh-huh. I'm so fat. And they would say... From their end of the spectrum, oh my gosh, you skinny bitch. Or like, (laughs) I just wish I could look like that. Yeah, right? So it all works in that thing. And I feel like at some point in your journey, you have to be like, I'm okay with me. Like in in this moment, my friend might need me to be there for them Mm -hmm. and comfort them and let them talk through their feelings without it being about me. Them saying they're skinny or them, them saying they're fat or they feel fat really has nothing to do with me and my body. I I 100 I do agree with that because I've been around thinner friends where they're like or I have a lot of friends that make comments just about what they're eating like mm-hmm. I, I well I'm only eating half or like oh I no bread. You know what I mean? Like yeah. a lot of like that kind of like toxic food talk but Anxiety. I always have to remind myself like that's not that's their thing. 
That's yep. how that's their internal struggle. Like yeah. we all have I don't really know one person, I always say this, that's like completely healthy with food. Mm-hmm. Like one person. It's a hard who relationship just eats to, to have. Eat. Yeah. Everyone I know is either thinking about it, they have restrictions on certain things. They can't eat white foods. They can't eat carbohydrates. They don't eat after eight. You know what I mean? There's all these rules. So whenever someone around me says something like that, I just try to clock myself and be like, okay, like I'm farther along in this journey maybe with like noticing that's a toxic thought. Yeah. And that's just because they're not there yet. And so I have empathy for them because I'm like, oh, they're still in the cycle. Of what's going on. Whereas I'm sure I make comments like that too, but I'm at least like, because I've done work, I'm a little bit more aware of those comments. Yeah. And I just have to remind myself, like, they're where I was five years ago. Mm-hmm. And that's okay, because I was there too. Yeah. And, and it and just is what like, it is. It's like a, it's such a touchy thing, right? That when yeah. somebody says, oh, I'm not going to eat the bread or I'm going to eat half of it. You have no idea why they're doing that. Maybe if you have a, like, a long relationship yeah. with them, you're like, okay, that's probably not the healthiest habits. But I don't think it's like, you're a place as a friend to say anything unless it's like their health is being questioned, right? Like yeah. if they're having, you know, disordered eating and you're like, I'm coming to you from a place of concern. Mm-hmm. But it's kind of something that you just like let them have that space with it. Yep. And I have had friends who that's all they want to talk about is what are, what I'm eating and what I'm dieting. And I just always try to be like, let's talk about something else. Like what we eat and how our body looks. It's like, that's not that interesting. Like let's, let's, and you just like switch the topic to something else. Yeah. Because I think as women, it's easy to really like, that's all you talk about, right? Like what I'm doing and what I'm looking mm-hmm. like and what my hair is going to be. And that's fun and all. But to a certain extent, it's like, what a shallow friendship if all we can talk about mm-hmm. is what we're eating, what we're wearing, and what we look like. Like, 100%. to me at this age, like, that's not the kind of friendship that I want to have. Yeah. And so when I get into those places, I try to check my friends, and they also check me because we all get into that mindset yeah. sometimes where we're, like, fixated on looks. I feel like I've just put so many boundaries that, like, I just don't make those comments around people because I don't even want to get into the discussion. Yeah. Because, like I said, there's so much more that goes into these things that's, like, the self-talk and like I talked to my therapist about it like I don't need to come talk to a friend who you know what I mean like I feel like sometimes that undoes my progress Mm -hmm. because I'm like I'm on my own path Mm -hmm. and I feel like yeah it is an interesting it is an interesting dynamic with like friends and women parents like parents is probably the worst like different generations like it just could become very toxic and at the end of the day like everyone whether you're quote unquote a big girl or a small girl or whatever you're all we're all like dealing with something yeah you know it's like i don't know anyone that's like i love my body i'm truly happy wouldn't change one thing yeah like come on we all go through people will be like oh yeah i have an insecurity i don't like my eyebrows like you know what i mean like even the smallest shit people like care about yeah because we all we're like fixated on is ourselves so it's all we (laughs) think about you know that's why some people say and i love this they're like no one's thinking about you as much as like they're thinking about themselves yes like when you're in a bathing suit and you're in a room no one's like "Ooh, her in that bathing suit they're like oh my god me in my bathing suit yeah everyone's thinking about themselves so like what they look like yeah so you could like rest easy knowing no one cares about you that much (laughs) yeah like (laughs) no one cares yeah sometimes you have to check yourself when you get into that that mindset but i also think like this is like so i don't know it seems like super deep but i do think sometimes like at the end of my life Mm 
Mm. Do I want to look back and think about all the time I wasted thinking about how big my body was to not do this, like not to not live my life. And I just, I don't know, at some point I'm just like, I'm not doing that. I'm not doing that anymore. Like as an adult, like you can choose what you spend your time worrying about and thinking about Mm -hmm. and like what I look like. It seems so silly. Like when you actually think about it, like Mm -hmm. you should feel silly the amount of time that we spend so worried about what the crop top looks like and what the pants look Mm -hmm. like and should I wear this and can I wear a swimsuit? Like do what makes you feel good. Try and push yourself sometimes. But it doesn't need to be something that is always consuming, like all consuming. 100%. And it's, it's so much easier said than done. But when you sometimes give yourself that perspective check of like, dang, on my deathbed, mm-hmm. I'm going to be like, that was so silly that when, I spent all those years worried. When people say, and I hate this, but I also love it, that like, <laughs> this is literally like our meat suit. <laughs> like, <ew. laughs> know it's like but the person inside yes. isn't doesn't have to do with this external thing. thing and that's why like I hate that saying but I'm also like it's so true like this is so like our, our suit of armor on the it's outside like who I feel like day to day when I'm at home and I'm watching my shows and cooking dinner and I don't even think about what I'm look look like it's yeah. just all in here yes and it's like we put so much emphasis on this like external package that we're in our me meat suit, suit. that we instead like focus on the wrong thing instead of like you're saying like live your life and I feel like I've really tried to do that since I moved here because I wasn't living in New York like I stopped going out I just like was not living and now I'm just like I'm like fuck it like literally I don't care I'm not gonna hold my life back for what like so years could pass you by and you could just be holding yourself back and I think so much so so many of us do that yeah I I get the question a lot and it's I think any person who lives in a curvy body and is online gets asked, where do you get your confidence, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. And it's such a funny thing. We always, uh, you know, everybody says, like, you wouldn't ask it. a skinny girl that. You wouldn't mm-hmm. ask a skinny girl, how are you so confident wearing a swimsuit? Like you never so would true. ask them that. But yet every single time I post, somebody's in the comments saying, where do you get your confidence? And I think people can look at it as like, you know, offensive. Like, why are you asking mm-hmm. that question? But I think most people who are asking it are coming from a place of like, truly, I see that you are radiating this joy and you really are taking your body and living life. Yeah. Like, how do you get there? And I think it's exactly what you're saying. My dad growing up like instilled so hard in our brains that it doesn't matter how beautiful you are. You can be the number one supermodel in the whole world. But if your heart is ugly, you're ugly. Like, it doesn't matter what you look like externally, like your traits and how you treat people and how you live your life and the actions that you take makes you so much more beautiful. Like, Mm -hmm. you know, even with dating, right? You can like meet a guy, you can meet this person who's like, oh, this is a potential partner Mm -hmm. and they're so hot and then they open their mouth or they treat the waiter a certain way and you're like, you just got so ugly. One hundred Nothing changed about their looks, but it's how their heart is. And it's like, it's so true like it's so true that it is true your insides really do matter it is (laughs) so much more I always like talk about this I feel like I say it like at least once every month on my podcast but my mom I just remember these like moments like how you took away that thing that your dad said I remember these moments of like sitting in the car with my mom and she was like probably like my weight that I don't know maybe a little thinner than and I was a kid and she would say things to me like you know 
I'm like the biggest one out of my friends, but I don't care. I still like she would always tell me these things like I don't mm-hmm. care. Like I go there and I'm happy and like you just gotta have fun and you gotta live your life. This is before I ever even like lived in a curvy body. Yeah. And she would just instill this confidence in me when I was a child that I didn't know would help me so much like later yes. in life. She would just tell me these sto- through storytelling, she would basically be like, Don't give a shit what other people think. Yeah. And I remember she would be like tell me stories about oh yeah when I was in high school and people would offer me drugs like I would just say no and I wasn't embarrassed if they thought I was a loser I'd think they were a loser for offering it to me and she would like through the storytelling plant these seeds in my head to like make empowered choices like oh my mom did this so yes I'm okay if I say so when I was offered drugs I'd be like oh it's not my thing and I felt empowered to say it instead of feeling like a loser and you know what she probably made up a lot of the stories oh 100% (laughs) they never actually happened it's so (laughs) We always joke. I'm like, my parents definitely use scare tactics to like motivate me, but it actually really worked because it was like hearing it through example kind of. And I couldn't agree more that it's like, you have to be pretty on the inside Mm -hmm. and that like radiates. I, I was talking to, um, I was at a bar the other day and this guy, this is a whole nother thing because like, I don't think he should have been saying this, but he was saying to my friend, she was sitting with her arms crossed, like kind of like this. And he's mm-hmm. like a dating expert. And he was like, you've closed off energy with your arms like that, which she does. But I don't like that he was telling her because yeah. it's kind of like, who the fuck are you? Was, was she asking for that? I don't know how it came up, but he was saying to her like, yeah, you're giving really closed off energy with your arms like crossed. And which is funny because like what an expert thing to say yeah, I feel like exactly. anybody could be like yeah your arms crossed is probably not the most welcoming yeah. position so I was like I'm just gonna ask him since he's being so open I'm like what do you think about my energy <laughs> like I just wanted to get like know. a vibe you should have never and he there. was like no he was like you have amazing energy uh, not that I needed validation from, like, this, from this person but uh, while I'm like while he's being so opinionated and clearly like open to saying whatever whatever like, he thinks I'm just gonna quiz him because I want the consumer feedback like I want to know what energy I'm throwing off in the bar yeah and it's so funny because that day I like purposely went into the day being like I'm not gonna be like let my body like in cloud my mind like I'm just gonna be open yeah and I went there and I was talking to this group of guys and I was being really like bubbly and just like open instead of hiding myself or trying to shrink myself and which is like he read it he was like he's like yeah you have really good energy yeah Anytime that I've been like dating or really any yeah situation like that, I've had guys tell me like it's unattractive. Mm. Like when a girl acts like that, yeah, that they're like, oh, like not like poor me, but almost like oh, don't look at me. Oh, I don't feel good in myself. They're like, it it makes you not attractive. Like your energy, right? That energy you're giving out. Like don't. I, I'm not I don't want myself there's no way yeah. you're gonna want me but when you open up and you have that confidence and that open energy of like this is me mm-hmm. it does change the dating game it does so much I used to really shrink myself on dates and not just like physically like shrink my personality shrink like you saw when we went out to dinner the other night was I not so unhinged like we I were was so fun I was out of control I used to like hide that part of myself on dates because I was like, guys aren't going to think I'm smart 
or they're mm. not going to want to like take me home to their mom if they think I'm promiscuous or if they think that I'm this way or that way. And yes. I'm, I'm really not those things, but I didn't want to give the impression. So you went the opposite way. And so I went like, the opposite nothing. way. I was a stick in the mud. <laughs> yeah. like, I, my dad, I was telling him this and he's like, you are so boring. Like loosen the fuck up. Like no one's going to want to date you. You're like trying to act too prim and proper. I was acting too prim. Yeah. Shoulders back, chin up. Acting like only like, eat a salad a yes, couple bites I was a Stepford wife yeah. like I was like you will want to marry me is this how is, I this is the done deal presented you myself yeah. yeah and now I'm like you just gotta I just gotta give you it all yeah because like then what am I doing anyway with this also person? like what do you want to do for the rest of your life like do you want to be going out to dinner with this man who you think likes you for being that way no I that's think so I was boring I could ease them into it like I, I don't think I was planning <laughs> start on- <laughs> here and look at their eventually <laughs> I don't think I was trying to like hide myself forever because like I just can't yeah there's no way I think I was just like oh I'm gonna get you to like really want to commit to me and slowly we'll peel back the layers uh. together instead of I don't, I don't know. It was the wrong then, way about I mean, it's it. so hard on a first date <laughs> to be like 100% yourself because yeah. like, obviously you're going to give like what you think is the right answer. Yeah. There's like nobody showing their like worst self on yeah. a first date. But I do think <laughs> that when you open up and you know that like they're there because they want to get to know you for what you like, who you are and what you look like yeah. is like, once you can get past that point that every person does not want a skinny partner. Like, mm. Does every, like, I think of my friends, like, do all my friends want to date somebody who is skinny? No. Like, my type is not skinny men. Mm. That's just not who I like. True. So why would I think that every man in the world is looking for a skinny woman? Like, that's so dumb. Mm -hmm. And I think when I realize, like, dating, like, and I've talked about this on my TikTok, is, like, you are somebody's type. Like, Mm. you being curvy, you being a big girl, whatever it is, like, you are what somebody is looking for, Mm. you know, externally. And, of course, they have to get to know you as you. Yeah. But, like, on a first date, it's very surface level. Like, what do you look like? That's how you kind of go on a first date, typically. Yeah. And where is that going with this? No, well, I actually have something to add on that. It's true because you obviously – I think you met your boyfriend on dating app, you said. So, as a curvier woman, were you – nervous to like I have this fear I said this off air I didn't I don't think I said this on air but I recently had a dating ex not I wouldn't even call her a dating expert because she's just self-proclaimed like hinge dating expert yes which, which we love but I was saying to her off air I was like I have this insecurity with dating apps that they're gonna see my pictures and meet me in person and think I'm bigger than I am. Yeah. Or bigger than I portrayed. Yeah. And she was like, I'm she so I was like, could you be honest with me? And she looked at my pictures and she's like, I'm gonna be honest. I think you look the exact same weight, but you look way taller in your pictures. Uh, and I'm like, oh, that's good feedback because I definitely do I take pictures on point five a lot. So you which stretches your legs. Yeah, yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's actually really good feedback. Like, I don't want them to think they're meeting this tall, tall. girl and you're all five. You're like, I need to wear heels every single day. So I was like, okay, that's good feedback. But I do think that's what holds me back because I'd rather someone meet me in person and be like, wow, you're so much prettier in person. Yes. Than be like, oh, wow, you catfished me. It's such a. Did you have an insecurity about that? Yes. Or is this just me? Yes. Okay. And guys would went on. I was like, I love the dating I think apps in college. too, by the way. Yes. Like, I think I'm like, do people have this perception that I like don't have a poor because they like see online that but i don't even edit that shit like i yeah i go online without makeup all the time but see i when i was doing in the dating apps it was like 
my college era like mm. young i was like heavy into the face tune oh yeah back so, then yeah it was like nuts. back then yeah. like when i was like really dating <laughs> yeah. so i feel like that was a very valid fear for me to have because yeah. i probably did look different i was catfish yeah, i definitely was <laughs> but i would just and i always tell girls this like always have updated photos like, yeah and have a full body picture mm-hmm. and then facetime like mm. I love a good FaceTime before a first date because it takes away so much anxiety. Like I want to hear your that voice. Does, yeah. I want to see how we like converse. And so just having one simple FaceTime and like setting them up in your room while you're doing something, then that just gives me like, I would always think, okay, they know what I look like before we go to the date. So if they show up and they think, oh my gosh, this is, she's yeah. so fat. Well, you're dumb because you saw me. So mm. you agreed to come to this date. So I, like I feel like that, that helps. for me too. So I know they're not catfishing me. Yes. and this Or they're not weird. Like, yeah. I feel like some people, like, if I'm going to go have a sit down dinner with uh-huh. you, I don't want to be pulling everything out of you to have so a conversation. True. I should implement that. You should. I think a one FaceTime, like just a little simple, it doesn't have to be long. Just like so you can see their face, see their energy. I know. Uh, it's so awkward. I hate it all. Like, I But just, it's so much less awkward if you have one FaceTime and it goes bad. And yeah. Then like, I'm not going on the date. You save so much time. Mm-hmm. But if you have a good FaceTime, then it's like, okay, you get kind of excited. That way you know who to actually look for when you go to the restaurant or go where you're mm-hmm. going. You know, like, okay, I know like yeah. what they looked like a few days ago so they can't have changed that much no it is true you know? it, it, it is really a good idea and you're not the first person that said that i currently have 75 people on hinge that i have to reply to <laughs> that like you need me to because i redid my profile after she gave me the, the tips. tips so now i have like no not even 75 i think it's up to like 90 something this is my toxic trait which is though. so good i listen um, to that podcast it's up to 94 this is my toxic trait i'm like i'll answer when it gets to 100 oh my gosh <laughs> And you're like, yeah, yeah, I can't find anybody who's not responding to any messages. <laughs> like, one person. My dating life is so dead. And you're like, but I'm just waiting for it to get to 100 and then it's going to start. I've really been trying to like meet people in the wild. Like, yes. Just to get vibes and like, oh my God, I wanted to talk about this thing. And this sounds seems like a great place to enter it. So... I was saying to my friend this weekend, we were out and we were like, we're both single. We didn't go out to meet guys, but we were like, if it happens, great. Well, yeah. And when you're single, everywhere you go, you're like, is this the time? Yes. Is this the moment where I meet? So I was saying to her that I watch so much reality TV and I notice on Love Island when people are having great conversations, one compliment people give is they'll always say like a girl will be flirting with a guy and she'll be like, oh my God, like your eye contact, like I can't, it's making me blush. Like if someone has really Really intense eye contact. And I was saying to her, I'm like watching everyone compliment people on eye contact made me realize how when I'm talking to men, I look away because I get in like, I was brought up my whole life like in my head being like well I'm gonna play hard to get because I want you to think like you have to chase me Uh, so I'll like shake their hands and like look away and be like hi like not very interested yeah and I was like I need to start looking people in the eyes like I was like what am I doing like these guys love it these girls love it and here I am being so fucking aloof so uh, now I'm like trying so we went out and we were joking we were like hashtag holds the gaze like you have to hold hold someone's gaze. gaze It works though. And I think it builds like sexual tension. It That's does. what it is. So all weekend now, like we were at the bar and I was like, Alex, I held the gaze. I- <laughs> Did it work? You felt like it was like. I felt like I was gazing with a lot of people. Like, yeah, we were definitely, it definitely did something but that's why you get guys to come over i feel like i know but then the second a guy starts talking to us i caught myself already being aloof and then i was like bitch hold the keys (laughs) 
Look back. Look at him. Look at him. No, I think it does. I think that is like a very, it's a confidence it's thing. It's confidence. Yeah. And guys don't even think. Like they don't even mm-hmm. question to like look you in the eyes because that's what I feel like they were raised mm-hmm. to do, right? Like you shake a hand, you look somebody in the eye. Interesting. But as women, like nobody ever tells you. Like to I be know. confident, you need to do these things. I know. You just kind of have to learn. So maybe Surprise. take a page from Hold the, the gaze. men's book. <laughs> yes. I was like, oh my God, this whole like being aloof and better than you thing is getting me nowhere. Nope. Like, it's not working. I literally need to act interested in the slightest bit. Like, yeah. Hello. I do think too, like <laughs> nowadays with dating, every, like there's so many resources on like what you should yeah. be doing. And like, I remember always like soaking up anything, right? You're like, okay, like what am I supposed to do? Like how is this mm. supposed to go? And like, it's so funny now looking back at like meeting my boyfriend, I'm like, this is never how I thought like a first mm. date would go with somebody who I think is going to be my partner forever. Yeah. Because of all of the preconceived things that like I thought it was you, supposed to do, like it has to go this way, yes, yeah, or like you hear everybody's stories, and mm-hmm. like I feel like it's just like you, it's like refreshing to hear like it's not going to go like that, like nothing yeah, in yeah. your own story is going to go how you think it's going to go. No. So you have to like let go of what you think it should be, That's and just let advice. it be, like yeah. I don't know. And I think sometimes too, like outside voices, like when I was dating my boyfriend, like I felt so confident and so like good in our relationship. Mm. Yet my family was like, are you guys official yet? Like when are we meeting him? Mm. When is this going? Like mm-hmm. the and, pressure. Yes. And I found myself like taking those voices into my relationship being like. And saying to him, like what's happening? Yes. What's the timeline yeah. on this? Like, what are your intentions? What are, What's, you know? And yet I felt so comfortable. Like, you know, in your gut. That felt, that's great advice. You're so absolutely Like, right you know, in your gut, yeah. if like, if the timeline feels okay to you, if you're like, oh, yeah. I'm not ready to be official with them or get engaged, whatever it is, like, you know, in your gut, if that's what the step that you want to take, or you know, if it's outside voices that are like influencing you. Mm-hmm. So I feel like it's always good to like, when you're in a relationship, like, listen to yourself. I think that's great advice because I feel like it's the same thing as like when you fight with your partner, you can't go run and tell your parents because you're going to be over the fight by that afternoon and they're going to remember it for For forever. My grandma still hates people. Like uh, my grandma's 95. Okay. (laughs) She's like that bitch. Like about someone that bullied me in high school. And you're like, I was over that. I'm like, Like, grandma, it's been like two decades. Like we're fine. And like my grandma's like literally livid still. Like there's certain things you can't tell people because they will never let it go. And it's the same thing with like timelines or this or that. Like, if I listened to my mom, I would be dating Joe fucking Schmo off the street because she just wants me like married to be off somebody. By now. Yeah, <laughs> I think it's hard too because there is a balance between like maybe hiding things. Like if yeah. you're like, oh, I don't, I, I, sh- I he needs to ask me out, but yeah. I like want to just see how this goes, so I'm not gonna you know entertain that. Mm-hmm. Like there's a difference between like hiding things that you know are wrong. Agree. That's and when also not listening to things that like there's like a. Yeah, you know, a it's like there. if there's a little nitpicky thing, you can't run and tell someone yes. every little thing. If you or really- you have a friend, like if you get super excited about a guy and they're like, oh, he texted you like that. Like I would never, you know, uh-huh. and then, I always know like where the advice is coming from. Like, then it bursts your little bubble. Yes, like, it bursts your bubble. And you're like, wait, like I thought his text was fine, what he said to me, right? Uh, or like you have to just take everything with a grain of salt. And I yeah. always like found that, and I don't mean this in a mean way, and not that single people can't give good advice. Mm-hmm. But I always found my most single friends were the ones who had the most opinions so about new partners well, that I had. Jealous. 
not even like jealousy. I just think like your perspective of like not being in a relationship and being in a relationship. Like when you have an actual partner and you're going through things that you know there's like bumps in the roads. Mm-hmm. Nobody's perfect. I feel like you have True. more grace to give than when you're single and it's like this hypothetical thing of like, well, this is what the relationship should be. Yeah. The yeah. advice is just very different from somebody yeah. who's... So I always would pay attention like okay, like, you know, this person who's been married for 20 years is giving me this advice. Okay, they probably have some good, you know, knowledge to give. Mm-hmm. And my best friend who's, you know, been single for a while, she's got out of a relationship and hates men, probably is not going to, you know, I'm not going to take every single thing she says as like, yes, that's, that's fact. 100, that's so true. And I think as like the single one, like I, my best friend just got in a relationship and like, I try to be very aware of that. I'm like, yes be happy for someone like I naturally am of course yeah my point is like you can't bring your own bitterness into into these things yeah yeah because people project and like I really have never been a jealous person like I truly want everyone around me to be like as successful and happy as they can be because I don't think it reflects my life at all it is just because she has a partner it doesn't mean you're never gonna have a partner exactly that that doesn't take away from you finding somebody 100 like I even with anything, like if my friend gets a Range Rover, instead of me being like, that bitch got a Range Rover, I can't afford that. I'm like, I can't wait to work my ass off so I can get a Range Rover that. one yeah. day. I'm like, like, pick me up. Let's pretend like I'm... Yeah, like, <laughs> like I use other people as motivation yes, yeah. around me. Like I've always even felt this way with reality TV. Like people watch the Kardashians and they're so bitter because they're like, their wealth, they blah, blah, blah. I watch it and I'm like, it's aspirational for me. Yeah. I'm like, oh my God, these cars, these homes, like I want to work hard to get there. To for get there. me, like I just don't view the world that way. But I think it's important as the single friend to like, of course, as much as I'm saying you don't get jealous or whatever, you do sometimes still get in your head like, well, why isn't my timing working out right now? Yeah. But I try to always say to myself like, okay, I could have those thoughts and I could vent to like another person about them. But I can't take them out on someone else. Like, yeah. it's just not Well, right. you also can, like, use, I think, when I would be the friend who, you know, your friend's in a relationship, you're the single one, they're coming mm-hmm. to you to talk about, oh, my God, I'll listen to what Billy did last mm-hmm. night. Like, he's mm-hmm. the worst. I would always, always take it as, like, a learning thing. Mm. Like, hmm, if I was in that situation or when I get into a relationship, like, maybe I don't want a partner who does that. What? Like I, you yes. would see how it affects your friends. Yes. And so I think sometimes it's good too to just like note things like, oh, I see my friends like being super controlling in this situation. Like I can see myself doing that too, but maybe I need to remember this, that when I get to that point, yep. I don't want to be that kind of partner. And so you can like learn from your friends. Like it, it doesn't, yeah, them having somebody doesn't mean you're not going to have somebody. Yeah, I've learned so much from like my parents' relationship, my sister's relationship, my best friend's relationships because I'm like, oh, I like this. I don't like that. Mm-hmm. This would annoy me. I don't know how they deal with it, but it works for them. So good for them. Yeah. But for me, wouldn't fucking fly. Yeah. Like there's like little things where I'm like, like me and my sister even were so close. And like, I always say she's so confident because her husband works so much and she's so confident in herself that it doesn't like bother her. She's like, he's working and like like, I work and I think yeah and like it works for them whereas like I do think I'd be like put your phone down like I think I would be annoying because I'm on such a flexible schedule like I like little things like that where it works so well for certain people Mm -hmm. or like certain things with my parents work so well for them where I'm like Uh, like maybe that like traditional of a role like my mom cooks and my you know what I mean like maybe that wouldn't work for me like there's little things I pick up from other people where I'm like oh I really admire that they do this yeah or this maybe not for me yeah oh I want a partner like that and I think like when that 
jealousy comes in oh my friend just met a guy and or met a partner whoever it is and he's treating her like this that your first instinct is maybe to be jealous right like Mm. why does he do that for her Mm. and why am i not getting that but i think when you switch the mindset to be like wow he's making her so happy by the way he buys her flowers by the way that he opens the door for her like that's something that i really want in a partner standard yeah you just like note it like it doesn't have to be this like this jealousy thing that like what does she have that i don't yeah you'd have to say okay that's something that i'm going to have 100 percent. also like my best friend like her new boyfriend like he is wonderful and i look at it where i'm like oh okay so he's setting the standard so like mm-hmm. oh so that's what i need yeah. like you know You're what like, i this mean is starting the friend group of like this is the partners yeah. and like when i have a partner he's gonna have to level like, up to that i'm like you're gonna have to level up yeah. exactly like i look at it as like motivation Mm -hmm. like I said and I think that's just like a healthy way to look at life also you give very good advice like I feel like you should be giving more advice on social because you're fantastic I always like wanted to talk about relationships when I was single Mm. but I never did because yeah I always felt like when I like was listening to advice or whatever I was always the bitch who was like I'm not listening to you you're still single Mm -hmm. (laughs) it obviously didn't work for you which is so dumb that's like a dumb mindset you know my sister always says that to me like without being rude she's like because people will ask me like something about how to parent and like uh-huh. clearly i'm not a parent and my sister will be like it's so nice if people feel like they can come to you but i just like don't get why it's something about being online it's so true people will like message me and be like i'm having hair loss like what should yeah. i do and i'm like um here are some resources of like people that i follow yeah. that are having hair loss or whatever it is that yeah. like i'm not i don't know everything i'm not yeah, google my, okay my sister died she's like it's really nice that people feel like they can come to you but like why do they trust your opinion i'm like i don't know because they know like i like to think they know the way my mind works yeah so it's they like, like respect that the way that you navigate situations yeah. so yeah. it's like maybe I, they they don't think i know it all but they think maybe i can navigate it and you're like them. that's a compliment but like it's Flattering. so it's so true because i get what you're saying it's like i don't know like we're not therapists yeah we're, not, we're just trying to figure it out but i think it's because we talk about trying to figure it out whereas like before what you were saying something really re- resonated with me where it's like i feel like i'm always seeking answers for things like why am i this way why do i like handle my emotions this way why do i choose like this to comfort me or why mm-hmm. you know and it's like it's like you wish that someone could just be like, like when you were saying um, people ask you like, how are you so confident? Yeah. It's because that person at home is looking for the key. Yeah. They're like, she has the, she has the I answer. Yeah. And like, they're not asking you to be disrespectful. They're asking you to be like, I so badly seek this. Is there a secret solution? Yeah. Like if, can I just do three things and then all of a sudden I'm the most confident, confident person. person. It's like, we're all just like seeking the guide of how to get somewhere with anything and i think with being curvy and being in a bigger body a lot of the same questions come up right like how do you be confident Mm -hmm. how do you find a partner like i Mm -hmm. feel like i'm too fat to be loved all those things and it does at some point i'm just like just freaking live like just be you know but i do think it is important like all my platforms sometimes i feel like i'm repeating myself but i'm like sometimes you need somebody to be like chill out yeah like you're just a big girl yeah. and that's okay mm-hmm. you can still live life you can still date mm-hmm. you can still be confident like there's sometimes it doesn't have to be so complicated mm. 
you know? It's like, why are these like little, I always joke, I'm like, why is this computer in my head so complex? Like, could you chill the fuck yeah. out? Like, could we redownload some software for like chilling me out? Yeah. No, when you guys, when I was listening to the Hinge episode yeah. and I'm like, I wish I could like reach to the phone and be like, guys, it's okay. Like, you don't have to beat the algorithm. You're going to find a partner. I know. Like, I love the tips and tricks. I love all those things, right? It's like, true though. Think about the lengths that we go through. Yeah, you everything. do. Like, whatever your problem is, like whatever anybody's like, they're trying to seek to find like you we will do anything but sometimes we you will just do like anything. remind yourself like take a deep breath kim kardashian <laughs> said she'll eat shit to say to stay young if it would help yeah like people will go they, through great fucking lanes yeah whatever they want to find the answer to like they're gonna try and find it it's crazy well thank you so much for coming on yes. what um where could everyone stay up to date with you and follow you um i'm on instagram and tiktok yes. under emma.arletta and yeah yeah some big things coming for the big girls yeah so make sure you're staying tuned awesome thank you so much thank you yeah.